In this dynamic episode, we focus on forging the warrior's mindset. You can talk all day long about mindset. You can listen to shows, you can read books and watch movies that motivate you, but really do nothing for building your mindset. In this show, we break down a game plan to strengthen your mindset. Our guest today is former FBI agent Mike Moore. He's a renowned mindset coach and the director of martial arts wrestling for Z Winning Mindset. He has trained professional fighters, wrestlers, soldiers, and law enforcement officers to achieve a mental edge. Join us in this deep conversation where we're going to uncover key strategies that will strengthen your mindset in business and in life. Stand by. Welcome to the Man of War podcast, where we forge men into warriors and get them battle ready for the game of life. Learn warrior hacks that strengthen your mindset, self-confidence, courage, and personal protection skills. Unlock a life that embodies a warrior spirit for dynamic success in life and in business. If you're joining us for the first time, you're tuning in to the one and only podcast that empowers you to achieve greatness by living the warrior lifestyle. Each show, we interview elite men from around the globe and delve deep into their mindset and daily rituals, uncovering their secrets to success. I'm Rafa Conde, founder and creator of the Man of War Movement. Join me on this life-altering journey where we recharge your mind, body, and spirit. Rise up a warrior, my brothers. Welcome back to the Man of War podcast. My name is Rafa Conde, and I am your host. So today's show is about one of my favorite warrior components, mindset, right? Unfortunately, we have hundreds, maybe thousands of these kids that claim them claim that they're mindset coaches, right? You see them on Instagram, you see them on Twitter, blah, 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 all this shit. Listen, just a quick shout out to these young cats. You're not a fucking mind coach, mindset coach, okay, at 18, 19 years old. Not happening. So shut the fuck up and start learning, building for the future. That's the most important aspect right now that you should be focusing on. Anyway, in this episode, we're going to break down specific strategies, right? And specific structures on how to strengthen your mindset. I think Mike Moore does an excellent job disseminating this information. All right, before we get started, gentlemen, if you have not done so already, stop by the Warrior Development Academy at forgingawarrior.com. Listen, this is an online training platform. We have hundreds of warrior-minded men right now transforming their lives. Listen, gentlemen, I have put in my heart and soul in here. I'm constantly updating resources, constantly making new videos. You're going to love it. Go check it out at forgingawarrior.com. Also, pick up your free manual at forgingawarrior.com forward slash manual. Read it, integrate those elements into your life, and start walking in the warrior's path. Listen, last but not least, I've asked this before, and I'm going to continue asking it every single show. Why? Because this is how we continue to trend higher on iTunes. Leave us a review. It'll take two minutes of your time. I mean, realistically, you just go right there into your app. You click review and you're right on it. It'll mean so much to us. Also, subscribe, right? Subscribe so you can get timely notices on when we release these podcasts, which is actually twice a week. If you don't know, we also have a Friday show. It's a short show, but we're giving you some solid inspiration through that show. And of course, if you're on Instagram, give us a follow, man. I'm constantly on Instagram. I'm, you know, we're DMing back and forth. I'm interacting with you guys. I'm pretty immersive when it comes to that platform right now 
because that's really building strong. We've only been on Instagram for a few months, but we're kicking ass. All right, that's at uh, Man of War with two R's. Let's get right into the show. Mike Moore, welcome to the Man of War podcast, man. It is a pleasure to have you on, brother. I'm happy to be here, man. I, I, I love your stuff. Like I said, I'm uh, uh, really excited to get to work with people anytime that, you know, have that have that same sort of uh, mindset, pun intended, and uh, especially, you know, people with background in the military and law enforcement. Awesome, brother. Awesome. Hey, listen, for our audience that might not know you, all right, could you introduce yourself, please? Sure. So, uh, like you said, my name is uh, Mike Moore. Most people know me as Coach Mike, or on Twitter, they know me as Mindset Mike. And uh, I am one of the directors in a company called uh, Martial Arts Mindset. So, we are a uh, the parent company of our of our program is Winning Mindset. Under us is we have sports specific mindset training programs. Uh, essentially, what we do is we work with athletes throughout the country, from youth through the professional and Olympic levels to help them gain a mental edge. So not just doing, uh, not just handling the issues that hold them back from performance. That's obviously a big part of our business, but more importantly than anything, we teach athletes how to maximize their potential, get the most out of themselves to perform their best when they need it the most. So for me, my, uh, one of my main focuses right now is, uh, martial arts and MMA. And, uh, you know, our company did start and was birthed in wrestling. And that's where I come from is, uh, 25 years of wrestling. So, um, yeah, that's my story. That's awesome, man. You also mentioned that you were in the FBI at one point also. I was, so I was in the bureau for seven years. It was my dream. Um, you know, I'm a New Yorker. I, I literally from, uh, from my classroom in Long Island, I could see the smoke from nine 11, um, in New York City, and I remember that day is when I kind of decided that you know I wanted to pursue a career in federal law enforcement, and I every decision I made from that point in tenth grade forward kind of directed where my life went. Uh, I chose the school that I went to based on uh, that it would get me into. It, it was the number one school for uh, the graduates, FBI agents. Um, I made every decision that I made positively throughout college. Made you know av- avoided. Uh, all the negative accentuated all the possible positives that could get me in there. And I did So at 22 years old, you know, I'm in the interview room for the FBI six months out of college and uh, I'll never forget. It feels like yesterday when they come out of the interview room and they called me back in and said that I got the job. It's uh, probably, you know, one of the most rewarding days of my entire life. That's awesome, man. Now, what I like about your story, we were talking uh, prior to the recording here is that, you made that shift, man. I mean, you were in the bureau and all of a sudden you just felt a, your passion and, and, and that motivation and that inspiration within you to do your calling, right? To, to go after your calling. And uh, you pursued it going into this company here and becoming a director. So what was it about that mindset, um, you know, that mindset subject yeah, absolutely. So like, you know, me being growing up in Long Island, we call it Strong Island. You know, we, we go, mental toughness was always so important. But I realized as I grew up and I uh, I began coaching, you know, toughness is toughness only takes you so far. You know, I think back in the day, you know, you, you, you dial back a few generations. Toughness took a lot of us probably farther than it should have or could have. Uh, nowadays, what I realized coaching athletes is that I had guys with tre- and girls with tremendous potential, but they weren't realizing their potential. I'm saying all the right things. I'm doing all the right things. I'm like, what are these? What are these people missing? I don't get it. I remember in my practice room, I had 13 kids that were in the state finals, and uh, you know, 
about half of them won. And, you know, honestly, maybe maybe two of those matches, uh, in, and this was dialing back about four years, maybe two of those matches, they were clearly outmatched, but the rest of them, they're, they're, they're winnable matches. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm sitting here racking my brain. I'm like, what do I do as a coach to change that? And that's ultimately where I found uh, wrestling mindset. And, you know, so Jeff and Gene Zanetti were the creators of the program. They, uh, Gene, uh, has a master's degree in, uh, clinical psychology and, uh, exercise science and, um, I'm sorry, sports psychology and uh, exercise science. And, you know, they came up with a curriculum to actually build mindset. Essentially what I found and, you know, hearing initially three years ago, Gene talk about it is, you know, when we approach mindset in, in all parts of life, whether it's in our work, whether it's in our, our, our sports performance, you know, any part of our life, when there's some sort of gap in between the thought process and the decisions that we're making and, and the, and the outcomes of, of certain events, you know, if there's a mindset struggle, we talk about it. We talk right, about right. confidence issues. We talk about choking in big matches. You know, we talking about not pulling the trigger, but talking about doing sprints doesn't get you any faster, right? Talking about going to the gym doesn't get you any stronger. So the long and short is, you know, I was always real passionate about the mental game. I remember in college being a D one wrestler and, you know, trying to find ways that I can like improve my mental game. And I, it was all literature and talk. So fast forward now as, as a, as a coach at a very successful wrestling club that I was running, um, I found this system. I implemented it with about five or six of uh, my guys and girls. The success was tremendous. And that kind of was the beginning of my journey that ultimately about a year and a half, two years later, um, convinced me to leave my job. I've, I found myself, you know, first I was a customer, then I was a coach. And then as days grew on, I found myself at work constantly thinking about this business and like how this is going to change the sport of wrestling and how our vision is to get into other sports and change how athletes can compete because the most crushing defeat is not when you lose to somebody else. It's when you beat yourself and Agreed. being able, being able to teach, especially younger athletes to do that. Now they'll be way more successful in life. And you know, this, 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 this generation especially wasn't wasn't blessed with the toughness that maybe we grew up with and certainly weren't blessed with the toughness that we learned through law enforcement and military experience. So you could wait till life gets you there, hopefully, um, or we can teach you how to be confident and teach you how to relax under pressure. Well, you made a great point there. And we start off a lot of times individuals, uh, you know, they look, they seek for inspiration. They seek for motivation. Motivation to me is very short term. I'm more Absolutely. about inspiration, right? So mm. the, the bottom line is that we can read, we can watch, we can hear all we want, but we all know that if you don't take action on these things that you're learning, you're not doing shit to improve your mindset or to strengthen your mindset. 100%. So, so what I like about you guys is that you're putting in a structure, something that has mm. specific, I call them elements, that every, there are elements, right, throughout your process that you have to absolutely achieve, right, these components, these key components to achieve that mindset, right, that strengthening of your mindset and it's a constant battle very much like going to the firearms range very much like you know martial arts whatever it is if you're not constantly fine tuning your skills you are that there's a problem there right there's a huge gap the same thing happens when we talk about mindset we have to constantly hone and sharpen that mindset 
You got to sharpen that sword every day. I mean, you got to do mental reps every day, just like anything else, whether you're a soldier or whether you are, uh, you know, whether you're working in corporate America, whatever your skill set is, you know, mentally and physically, you need to be doing reps on that every day. You know, I think you said that perfectly. Absolutely. So talk to me a little bit about your structure. I mean, how do you get, say, say you have a guy, let's just talk, forget about competition, martial arts, forget about, uh, you know, wrestling. You have a guy that comes in and says to you, Hey Mike, man, listen, I want to learn to increase my mindset. I want to strengthen my mindset. How do you start taking them on this journey? Absolutely. So the first thing that we do is we always uh, run any client through an e- or potential client through an eval. So we can very clearly see through a set of about 25 questions broken down into topics like confidence, motivation, self-knowledge, relaxing under pressure, goal setting, aggressiveness, present moment, clarity, things like that. Um, questions specifically geared to those topics, we see where they're weak and we see where they're strong. So based on that information, we want to attack where they're weak, you know, find those improvement areas. And then we, you know, once we get through those, we want to make our strengths freaky. So we prioritize obviously where they have deficiencies and then we can immediately identify uh, those. And then we're also, they're strong. You know, if you're, if, if you're, if you're really strong, you're not going to stop going to the gym. If anything, you're going to, you're going to go to the gym even more and accentuate your strength, you know, and, and relate that to any part. So we want to make their strengths freaky. So maybe they have really, they have trouble relaxing under pressure, but they're really confident, right? Uh, they, they, they come into fights with, with, uh, or they are, they are come into life situations, um, with great confidence, but under duress, they struggle. So point being is that we attack directly where they have their weakness first. So any, you know, any discipline or any aspect of life, um, you know, somebody would, would start, let's say when we talk about the relaxing under pressure. So the first thing we do before any of those deficiencies is self-knowledge. We have 10 different worksheets on self-knowledge. Again, you talked about our system, and that's essentially what separates us is because we can teach this systematically um, instead of just giving lip service. So systematically, the first thing that we start with is getting to know yourself. You, If you want to make the most of yourself, you got to know yourself. You got to know the thoughts that bring out your best and worst performances in any aspect of life. You got to know the action qualities when you're at your best and when you're at your worst. You got to know you know, if it's a, you know, if you're a CEO of a company, why do you love your job? Right. If you're a professional fighter, why do you love fighting? What, what's your why? So these 10 different worksheets going in through self-knowledge and then immediately attack where they're deficient. So we, we, uh, after those 10, they truly know themselves. And then, you know, we move on to the next area, whatever that may be, goal setting, relaxing under pressure. And then we move on to where they're strong, make their strengths freaky. And I, I was so intrigued by this concept you know, years ago when I first started enriching myself in the material, I'm like, this is going to change the world, not just, you know, not just wrestling where it started. And that's ultimately what made me leave the company, made me uh, want to uh, feel comfortable leaving my career, my, my, my dream career to work in my passion was because the vision of the company was far beyond wrestling. It was in all aspects of business, life, military, law enforcement and sports. I love that, man. That's great because for the most part, you know, individuals out there, 
that you know live uh, lives that are, you know they're CEOs they're they're business owners you know they work for specific companies you know they believe in i guess in their own thought pattern they believe that to strengthen the mindset is only about guys that are either in some type of competition they're either no. law enforcement or military but that's bullshit man in my book i believe wholeheartedly that the archetype the modern day archetype a warrior archetype is 100 percent effective for anyone whatever they're doing in any aspect of a human's life whether it be you know business whether it be relationships whether it be friendships whether it be parenthood whether it be sports competition law enforcement military you name it mindset is crucial and i believe in my core here that it is the key to success in all aspects of someone's life Absolutely. I mean, you know, essentially your mind is, is might as well be your engine. You know, your, your mind is the engine to your car. It is before any outcome, you know, your thoughts influence your feelings, influence your beliefs, influence your behaviors, influence your performance, which influence your outcome. So again, people, people that want to change their life, you need to change the way you think first and dial all the way back. Absolutely. Now, you, you talked about a couple of components there. I want to touch on those, okay? Relaxing sure. under pressure, all right? That is a mm-hmm. big one, okay? A lot of individuals really don't get that. They don't understand the concept of being basically that hole, right, in the center of that hurricane, that that easy, soft, relaxed, okay, uh, when, when the shit's hitting the fan. So talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, you know, you need to be able to perform your best when you need it the most. That's the bottom line and in every part of life. When I was in the bureau, I was a trained crisis negotiator. And, you know, I felt like the concept of relaxing under pressure was was very accentuated in any part of our training or, or you know, field training exercise, even to the real life. You, you have to be able to... You have to be able to, whether you're in the bureau or not, whether you're in those situations or not, when, when shit hits the fan, you have to have your wits about you and make the best decisions. It's not like, let me, let me just scrape by and try to do the best that I can. No, like if you, you know, you talk about like being the modern day warrior, you need to be the type of person that everything goes wrong and you can still in the midst of all the shit flying, be like the matrix and see clear and move through that path. So relaxing under pressure, you know, in, 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 in an everyday life, you know, that's all of a sudden you get, you get, a. uh, deadline dropped on you that you that wasn't expected you know something negative happens in your day at work something negative happens in your relationship um you all of a sudden get into a massive car wreck um you're on your way somewhere and you know you 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 get rear-ended how do you how do you from a basic level to you know fast forward all the way through you're in the middle of a hostage negotiation your ability to relax under pressure is crucial um it is to me as as a as a as a performance coach, you know, as a mindset coach, and as a uh, a grappling and wrestling coach to uh, wrestlers and professional fighters, I'm more concerned with how they perform under duress uh, when the deck is stacked against them and when things go wrong than when everything's going right. You know, wrestling we talk about it a lot. That you know, listen, I don't care how you wrestle in the first period. What do you look like? What do you look like in the third period? What do you look like when you're down by five points? Are you just as confident trying to attack? Or do you all of a sudden lose your steam because things didn't go well? If you could perform under duress, if you can bounce back from adversity, again, relax. If you can relax under pressure, everything else is easy. So, Mike, how do you guys train that? I mean, how do you... 
how do you get an individual and say, hey, listen, you know, without just doing lip service and telling them, hey, you know, just relax under pressure, what yeah. techniques and tactics do you actually use for that? And, and, and you're, ans you're asking such great questions because that's the reality of like, you know, previously, that's how we've all dealt with it. Hey, just take a deep breath. Uh, you know, hey, it, it'll be fine. Um, it's essentially, it comes down to a couple things, you know, like to directly answer the question. Hey, my brothers, just a quick break in the action here. I encourage you to stop by forgingawarrior.com forward slash warrior film and go check out our new documentary. It's a great inspirational short film. You're going to love it. Trust me. Forgingawarrior.com forward slash warrior film. Um, within the self-knowledge part of the worksheets, there are some specific tools that will give people like a reset button, you know, treating uh, you know, treating your mindset like a video game. If, if, uh, you know, I, this is an, uh, a example that I tend to use with my high school and college level athletes, you know, imagine you're playing a video game and you know, you're not, you're not, you're not doing well in that game. You don't want to ruin your career. What do you do? You press the reset button as simple as that. You start back over, you know, imagine if you can do that in your performance, imagine in life, in the middle of an argument with your spouse, um, when something negative happens in your presentation at work, your big presentation, being able to do what we teach is a, uh, assign a physical gesture with a productive thought. Um, we can go as specific as like situation by situation or something as general as I'm going to take a deep breath and focus on what I can control. Right. Um, take a deep breath. Um, take a deep breath and again, replace it with whatever productive thought that you want. It sounds so simple, but this is why what we say works versus, you know, the, the, the typical, Hey, just relax and take a few deep breaths. Sure. When we tell people to take a deep breath, it's we're, we're assigning a deep breath, a task. It is no longer for the purposes of inhaling oxygen. It is for the purposes of inhaling confidence and exhaling doubt. Every time you take a deep breath now, it is your body and your mind resetting itself. You're also replacing it with a productive thought. So you're eliminating that doubt and you're replacing it with that confidence. You're assigning what was previously just a bodily function, a specific purpose. So for me, the reset button is huge. And from uh, any client I've ever worked with, that's always what they say is one of the more impactful sort of exercises and worksheets. Um, then, you know, you move into everything's systematic. So everything plays on each other. So regardless of what topic there's, things in confidence, there's things in motivation that'll touch on it. Relaxing under pressure itself has six different specific worksheets that deal with things from positive self-talk to things that distract you from, now, again, we're sports-specific programs, so sure. if you're in wrestling, things that distract you from scoring points. Um, if you're a salesman, things that distract you from making sales. What are the things that distract you from making sales? Uh, and how do, we, you know, how do we overcome? What are the things that add pressure? How do you deal with that pressure? Um, talking about, you know, the hype and the fan mentality. So point being is that the things that add pressure, we're going to identify them, make a plan. Uh, the hype that might be around you or, or events or people that you're going to be uh, um, entangling with, how are you going to deal with that hype? So all this boils down to we, we identify these problem areas. They write them down so you're five times more likely to retain the information than just listening. And then number two, we give them a plan. So by giving them a way to deal with adversity, how to bounce back from adversity, and how to have even another worksheet is how to deal with the worst case scenario head on. What does that look like? So oftentimes as 
in our adult lives, we avoid thinking about worst case. No, we give all of our clients, listen, this is the worst possible thing that can happen. How are you going to deal with it and make the best of the situation? That's awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. So what's your take on pushing someone beyond their self-imposed limit and getting them to a level where at that point in time, you know, they start feeling comfortable with being uncomfortable. I mean, I believe anyways, as far as training goes, man, you got to push individuals, right, to get into that uncomfortable zone, to get into that zone that they just don't feel it, man. You know, they're not feeling it. They're, they're, they're just fucking, I guess they're trying to grit through it, right? That is, in my opinion, how you start building or, you know, that warrior spirit, that warrior mindset and start connecting that body, mind and spirit connection. So what I, what I like about you guys, again, is that you're giving individuals, you know, techniques and tactics to actually start implementing and integrating into their life to be able to fucking strengthen their mindset. Right. I mean, that is, that yeah. is fucking crucial. So let's dive into a, a little bit about confidence. All right. Let's talk a little mm -hmm. bit about confidence. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, we know mindset, okay, is basically, it, it's very powerful. But in my opinion, without confidence, mindset's going to struggle. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Any, 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 uh, any coach, uh, any smart boss, any, any, any smart human being understands that the foundation for anyone's success is going to be confidence without confidence it is very difficult to achieve anything i'm not saying it's impossible um it's also not impossible to run a uh to run a marathon with a 60 pound rucksack on your back but it sure would make it a lot harder um so the point being is that you know when we talk about confidence um it, it, it comes in a lot of layers and ultimately if there was one topic more than anything else that people need to focus on and in, in regardless of what your discipline is it's confidence confidence in yourself this it's and it's not just self-confidence and self-esteem it's also self-efficacy it's understanding that you have to believe in your abilities to achieve your task at hand so i just wrote an article about the um the the brilliance the mental brilliance of conor mcgregor for flow combat um flow sports is a uh, a very popular medium for uh, many different avenues in sport flow wrestling flow combat flow grappling flow gymnastics all this sort of stuff and you know, I, I wrote an article for full grappling uh, i'm sorry for flow combat talking about how um conor mcgregor's confidence and his self-efficacy is the key to his success it's not his skill you could have with with extreme confidence you could have um, a baseline set of skills comparable sure, to agree, anybody yep. mm -hmm. to anybody at your level. Confidence is what may, is the difference, and mindset is the difference between the good and the great, the great and the the great and the goats. You know, you look at somebody like Muhammad Ali. Everybody remembers how he talked about how he believed he was the best before he ever was, and people overlook the fact that he had a supreme level of confidence in order to be able to believe those things. You can't just look yourself in the mirror and feed yourself a bunch of bullshit that you really don't believe. You have to believe those things. Conor McGregor was no different. Conor McGregor uh, truly believed everything that came out of his mouth. You know, and I, I encourage you guys, whether you're into fighting or not, if you believe in the value of confidence and how it can make um, average and above average people do extraordinary things, look at the article that I just wrote for Flow Combat talking about so flowcombat.com talking about it's the mindset monday uh the brilliance of conor mcgregor confidence right confidence 
you know, you need to know what you're best at, right? So when we talk about the layers of confidence, knowing what you're best at, okay? Um, whether it's in your job, whether it's in your sport, whether it's in your relationship, what, what do you bring to the table? How do you accentuate it? Because we want to make the most out of ourselves. Two, um, do you have the belief in your abilities to succeed in whatever the task it is at hand or achieving your goal? One of the questions in our eval is, would you put your savings on achieving your goal? So if your goal is to you know, get the management position at your company, if your goal is to win a national title, uh, you know, if your goal is to you know, whatever it may be sure. in sports, career, and life, would you bet your savings on it right now? And what's funny is in parentheses as people are reading it, we said, if you hesitated, why? Because people think about it for a second. There's there's a there's there's three types of people. There's the people that say nope right away. There's the people that hesitate for a couple seconds and say yes. And then there's the people that, without even thinking twice, immediately say absolutely. Right. Those, and th- th- that's a those individuals that last individual set that you just uh, you know brought in. Typically, those are the hustlers, right? Those are, those are the guys that are stepping up, diving in head first. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, I'm that guy. I, I, I have no problem admitting I, I, I am that guy. I had, a, you know, one of the things I hope we talk about is I love the concept of burning your boats. Uh, I burnt my boat. I, in order for me to take the leap of faith to go into, you know, the mindset company and leave my career, I had to burn my boats. I was like, you know, this is the this is the only way that I can feel comfortable with this. I want my back completely against the wall. I want to leave retreat and failure without an option. You know, essentially the next month came and I was like, I don't have a guaranteed source of income to make sure that I pay my mortgage. I like that. I like those odds. I bet on myself. Well, when we talk about that, let's start talking about that right now. When we talk about crossing that bridge and burning those bridges and, you know, basically saying, hey, you know what? I am cutting off right here, right there, and I'm going to bet on myself and I'm going forward in life, right? I'm taking that leap of faith and I believe in myself. Without a strong mindset and without confidence in yourself, brother, I mean, a lot of people will never do that. You know, they preach, no. the, they preach the, hey, never burn your bridges because I'm going to dip my toe in the water rather than fucking dive in head first. No. However, mm-hmm. I agree with you that I think if you're really making that mind shift, right, that and you're saying to yourself, hey, I am taking that step. This is the end of my flatline life, right? I am stepping up to the forefront and I'm fucking going to do it, all right? The issue that we have here is that, you know, individuals, our society does not think that way. They don't think that way. So I want to, I want your opinion on, you know, burning down the houses and moving forward. Yeah. So, you know, there's uh, the the third layer of confidence that I was going to talk about is exactly the reason why people can't do this. And it's having no fear of losing or making mistakes, having no fear of failure or making mistakes. I had I had to believe and bet on myself that I knew I wouldn't let myself fail. I have enough confidence in my abilities. I know what I'm best at. And I know that if I give everything that I've got, I could be successful. Ultimately, though, the reason why from CEOs to championship athletes, what kills their performance the most is fear of failure, fear of making mistakes. So ultimately what we always talk about is control the controllables. It's all you can control. So why focus on anything that you can't? I remember hearing, don't 
cry over spilled milk when I was a little kid. And, you know, I always thought that was silly. And then I grew up and that morphed into the more advanced version of control the controllables. And, you know, what, what we talk about is more than anything, it's your effort and your attitude. You know, what is the, what was the amount that you're putting into whatever you're, whatever you're trying to achieve? What is your attitude? Um, during this, are you are you whining, making all the making uh, uh, tons of excuses as to why this isn't going to work? What might not like what might happen? All the ways that it go wrong, or are you focused on all the ways that it can go right? You know, is your glass half full? Is it half empty? Are you focused on? You know, again, there's there's always two ways to look at a situation, and it's in your control how you look at it. Listen, bad shit can happen, and you could find the best in it and how to make the most of it. Or you can let That's it right. eat you alive and let it define you. You know, you 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 can you can have you can have terrible shit happen to you. You can't change it, so let that go. How do I make the best of the situation? Okay, and move forward. You know, I, I remember being in a, a um, uh, being in situations in my life that were really difficult, and ultimately, like anytime I I, I caught myself. Um, getting overly frustrated and emotionally invested, I was like, I can't control this. There's no, there's no point for me being upset about this. So what can I control, right? How to make the best of the situation, right? And then the effort and attitude that I put forth. You know, ultimately, like in the third layer in sports, we talk about it as aggressiveness, and in life, it's more so just having no fear of failure. So burning the boats for those of you that don't know that are listening. Um, you know, great warriors, particularly like, uh, you know, the, where, where I learned about this was in college. I took history of the Vikings. Um, I was a Viking in high school. That was my mascot. So I loved, you know, I, I enrolled in this class and they talked about how the Vikings, when they would sail to foreign lands, when they would land, they would immediately burn their ships because failure was not an option. Retreat was not an option. The only thing that they wanted to focus on was the fight because ultimately when you're faced between success or death, you tend to succeed. And, the that concept meant so much to me uh because it that concept was came to me at the perfect time as i was contemplating leaving my job i remember i want to say it was june 16th 2016 i was looking through my you know all the motivational pages that i follow on uh, like instagram and stuff and um you know i came across a tony robbins video and and uh he's 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 talking about he's talking about you know whatever the topic was and it leads into burning the boats and he's like, sometimes you just have to burn your fucking boat because if you burn your fucking boat, you have no choice but to succeed. Because when people are cho- where people are forced to go between success or death, they tend to succeed. And I heard that. Obviously, my situation wasn't life or death, but I'm like, I I, I can't go in this halfway. I'm all in or I'm all out. You know, like I'm Absolutely. obviously gonna I'm obviously not gonna burn my bridge with my job. And I left amicably the next day. I literally put in my two week notice. Uh, well, I guess three weeks. And I, I told my boss, uh, I was really good at my job. I liked what I was doing. You know, it was, it was my dream career. I had, I had all the secure, you know, the most job security in the world, less than 1% of people, uh, you know, got the job that I applied for point being, I walked in there and she said, I have not seen you smile so hard in three years. And it wasn't because I didn't enjoy my job. It's because I found like, purpose in my I found the passion that matched my purpose I was always loved my job I felt like you know uh, analytics and investigative things was something that I was born to do but when I finally realized that I was going to pursue a life that it, that revolved around the things that I was passionate about I always tell people the two happiest days of my life uh, two of the happiest days of my life uh, one the day I walked into the FBI in DC in 2009 in April and the day that I walked out 
in uh, the uh, beginning that's of July. Cool. That's cool. Yeah, no doubt, man. You went right after it, and that's awesome because many people in this world will not do that. And so let's talk a little bit about, you know, you know in general, the, your mindset is something that, and I, and I see this across the board, is used for pretty much all aspects of everyone's life, all right? I mean, no matter what, everyone has some state of mindset, but to increase it and to strengthen that mindset, you need to put in the work, all right? So let's talk a little bit about from the competitive edge, right? From the guys that walk in, MMA fighters, wrestlers. I mean, some of these guys have been in wars, obviously in competition, in in competitive wars. So how do you increase that? How do you you know, kind of spark the light and say, all right, let's take it one step further. So, so how do we gain a mental edge is essentially what you're saying, right? Exactly. So when you're already strong, do you stop going to the gym? No. When you're already fast, would you, do you, do you stop doing sprints? Of course not. Right. So this is a, a, a great time in our business because people are not only seeing this as damage control. Yes. The millennial generation struggles and mindset is the reason for 80% of their failures, if not 95 Right. We say most sports are 90 percent mental, but we train 100 percent physically. Put all the damage control stuff aside, that mental edge. Right. I uh, right before your call, I was just uh, on a Skype call with a team in Oklahoma City. They're going they're a college team I work with. And I'm telling them, I said, literally, guys, you are bringing a gun to a knife fight having this mental edge, having the ability to focus on the right things when everything goes wrong, knowing how to exploit weakness out of other people, not not technique wise, right? We all we all get taught to do that. How do you throw someone off your game? You take them down in the first 30 seconds. You make sure that you rock them in the first minute. Uh, you know, you push hard in the first 30. You push hard in the last 30 of each round. You know, all of these different things that we talked about. I said to bring in a knife. I'm sorry, you're bringing a gun to a knife fight, but ultimately it's up to you to pull the trigger because there are plenty of guys with guns that still get stabbed to death. So back to your question is how do we develop that mental edge by making their strengths freaky, by eliminating weakness, right? By making them either, you know, uh, a non-issue or even a strength of theirs and then making what they were already strong at freaky good, you know? So those of you that are listening, imagine something that you're good at right now. Like close your eyes and thinking of something that you're good at, you know, inside your career and outside your career. Maybe you were an athlete, you know, the sport that you were good at. What, 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 what were you best at? Imagine that we made that, you know, even better than it already was. Like your, your X factor, we made that better. What better X factor would there be than a mental edge? Why? Because, you know, the, the mental, the mindset, essentially is what maximizes or minimizes everything else. If you mentally don't show up to a competition, you might as well have not physically shown up at all. We see that all the time in people that have poor performances. So by going through the program and figuring out the areas where they uh, can accentuate their strengths, um, we can make already tough guys tougher, already confident guys more confident. I'll give you a great example. Um, if you haven't, uh, if you guys don't know who Matt Brown is, he's a top 15 fighter in the UFC. He's one of my clients. Um, he is a bad motherfucker. He is a bad, bad dude. Um, you look at highlights of him, he's a bad dude. Uh, what I like about him is, you know, when we started working together just recently, mentally, he's pretty dialed in. You know, he, has, he doesn't have a lot of weakness, but he recognizes is that by systematically developing the areas in his mental game, that's somewhere where his competition is not working. You know, when we talk about an edge, all of your, if, if this is MMA, 
Y'all go to striking class. Y'all, y'all get striking lessons. Y'all go to grappling classes. Y'all go to jujitsu. You got wrestling, kick, but you got all your strength training. You do all that. What are you doing that's different than your competition, right? And what okay. are you doing differently that's that's going to maximize the rest of your game? Listen, getting faster is going to help you perform better, okay? But mentally, again, if you don't show up, I don't care if you're, you know, Usain Bolt, you're not as fast, right? I don't care if you're the strongest man in the world. You mentally don't show up. The the weight that you lift in your powerlifting competition every day in practice, you're not going to hit it today. That makes sense? Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I mean, you can... Uh, you can be the fittest guy, you can be the strongest guy, you can be the fastest guy out there, but in the end, all right, if your mind is not at that same speed, at that same level, you're not going to get there, man. You're not going to be victorious in whatever task that you've decided to do in your life. Absolutely, man. I agree with teaching you. Guys, teaching guys, you know, on a, on a foundational psychology level, let's focus on the performance, not the outcome, right? Let's focus on the process at what gets us there. When we worry about wins and losses, we tend to get caught up in worrying about making mistakes. Well, if I do this, what if I lose? Versus, like, in a fight, I really tell my fighters essentially, like, two concepts. One, control the controllables, right? Your effort, attitude, and aggressiveness. Two, like, you're really two, only two things that you need to be doing in a fight. You're doing harm and you're improving your position, ideally at the same time, right? What does doing harm mean? We're beating people up. We're making people tired. We're making them want to quit, getting them frustrated. What does improving your position means, right? It doesn't necessarily mean going from one dominant position to another or a non-dominant position to a dominant position. Maybe you're stuck against the cage and you're just applying pressure, hearing that guy take less breath in than he leaves out, right? It's when you can... Teach people the right things to focus on. That's the best edge. That is how good guys become great. That is how you beat somebody that's better than you. That's how, in my opinion, why I got an FBI, why I got the job at the FBI over the people that were in that interview room that had way more experience than me. I was hands down the youngest person in that area. You know, they, I, I knew people interviewing for those positions. They were doctors, lawyers, rocket scientists. I, I was a 22-year-old college grad. I had good work experience. I graduated from the number one criminology school in the country. But what separated me, I feel like it's I focused on the right things. I didn't go beg for a job. I went in there as a 22-year-old and told a bunch of grown-ass people that were already established in their careers why they need to hire me. Good stuff, good stuff. All right, so let's talk a little bit about violence, all right? And this is a, a key component as far, as far as I'm concerned, okay, of a warrior-minded individual, all right? Violence, turning that switch on and off, yeah. whether it be in daily life or whether it be in the ring, okay? This is kind of important because a lot of individuals, you know, they say, yeah, I'm going to build my mindset. I'm, I really want to step up and start having that warrior mindset, having that, you know, that strength within me. But they lack that switch where they can turn that switch on into a violent individual, into someone that's aggressive, into someone that when the shit hits the fan, they're going to step up and they're going to run towards the sound of gunfire. How do you start ingraining and how do you start developing that violence and that aggression in someone that might be a little timid that walks in through your doors? I am so glad you said that. And this is the one of the key things that separate us uh on such a strong level from uh, literally sports psychologists can't even talk about this you know our, our program is founded in sports psychology and the performance of whatever sport that it is but uh we have a system to build aggressiveness um you know we could talk about hey go out there flip the switch 
we understand an athlete can understand what that means, but they don't know what their switch is. Not all of us are born with the ability to turn on and turn off at an instant, right? So we help athletes build an alter ego. How do we do that, right? Again, through a systematic approach, not just like, hey, think of uh, you know something really tough and give it a name and let's you know let's uh, w- w- when you enter the ring, as soon as you enter the ring, boom, you become that thing. No. Again, it's a system. So aggressiveness week one, you know, we have them decide an alter ego, what the qualities of that alter ego is going to be, and even name their inner wimp, you know, your, your, their, their, their inner bitch. When they start talking like a bitch, hey, James, shut the hell up. You know what I mean? So having, having them create this alter ego, the second, the second phase in the creation of the alter ego, you define things like, what is your switch? Okay? We get the concept. Yeah, we all understand that. But athletes... You know, go, go, go add, you know, when uh, Matt Brown fights Carlos Condit coming up here in April as a pay-per-view headliner, you know, when there's thousands upon thousands of fans, listen, everybody could talk a big game, but are you able to still flip that switch when those doors get locked behind you? Hell yeah. And you know what I mean? Like I've seen fighters, they walk up confident, the doors lock and you're like, holy shit. Like it's just me and somebody else and all these people are cheering and I don't want to mess up on national television. Like oh, all these excuses. So teaching people the specific ways, like go out there, pull the trigger. Well, first of all, how, how, how are you going to pull the trigger when you don't know what you're best at, right? When you don't believe that you can hit your best moves on anyone, when you have fear of failure, then accentuate that with, you know, how are you going to tell somebody to pull the trigger and flip the switch when they don't even know what their switch is, right? I know, you know, some of us either were taught at any younger generation or just built a little bit differently so yeah we go in there and we can be we can even be in practice happy go lucky all of a sudden live sparring comes and it's like boom immediate honestly man majority of individuals even at the high level can't do that so again teaching them how to do that also teaching them how to um hone and know the taste of what dominance feels like that's what we talk about effort and attitude the attitude is to dominate i don't care if you're an unranked fighter and you're fighting the ufc champ you don't go in there hoping to squeak out a win you got to go out there with the attitude that like i'm gonna fuck you up um you know you have to even if you don't even if on paper you don't say that even if you don't believe it yet you gotta fake it till you feel it that's all you gotta do is feel it so point being Having that alter ego, defining what that switch is, um, being able to practice dominating other people, knowing what that looks like, knowing what your aggressiveness buttons are, who are your aggressiveness role models, right? Who are the people – if you want to learn to be more aggressive, I mean you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Like go look at fighters. Go look at athletes in your sport that – have you know the 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 the, uh, uh, the characteristics of the aggression and then make that your own so a combination of that and a lot more like little details obviously that i'm leaving out uh to save for those of you that want to do the program um you you hone in on those you, you literally unleash a beast you know and i've done that with people as young as nine ten years old right? They call themselves Superman Samson. They're, uh, you know, (laughs) versus I have, versus I have guys, uh, you know, that are winning triple crowns in wrestling. That's essentially winning three different styles of national tournaments, ranked Number two in the country that call themselves the incredible Hulk. Why? Because when he grabs you, he Hulk smashes. And let me tell you, uh, Tony, if you're listening, if anybody grabs, if any, if Tony grabs anybody, you think your bones are going to break underneath him. So that that's a real feeling, (laughs) but yeah, you know, having a, again, 
we could talk about aggression. You can look at all the fucking bloody lion memes that you want. You could talk about how, you know, we're not here to take part. We're not here to take over. You could talk a lot of shit, right? Um, you know, again, I just wrote it, you know, the, I wrote the article about confidence versus cockiness. You know, there's fighters like Shell Sonnen that talked a lot of shit, but ultimately would get finished in the cage. There's fighters like Conor McGregor who talked a lot of shit, but believed every single word that he said to a T. You could prove it based on months previous in his predictions and then went out there and performed. So you can either hope that you're blessed or learn uh, sometime in life the confidence of a guy like Conor McGregor, or we could teach you how to get there. Very cool. Very cool. All right. So. Let's talk a little bit about the overall mindset of our society nowadays. I mean, we, we, you mentioned a little bit about millennials and why, you know, they struggle so much. Uh, why do you think, I mean, in essence, why are we seeing that big time struggle from, from millennials that, you know, that they just can't grasp that, you know, warrior mindset? You know, a lot. There, there, there's a lot of things that I think go into that sort of thing. I mean, ultimately, what it comes down to is that they lack coping skills. Why do they lack coping skills? Life was easier for them. Why is life easier for them? Because parents didn't want them to be as hard as it was for them, right? Um, they remember how hard it was for their parents, how hard it was for them, and they want to make it easier on their kids. You know, I, I, I literally have a kid that I coach that uh, doesn't know how to fold a pair of pants. He's 16. He doesn't know how to fold a pair of pants. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck is you know, that? <laughs> you know, but like I understand you want your kids to have an easy life, you know, or an easier life. But I love I've hear, I've heard you know podcasts and and talks about I want my kids to fail. You know, uh, my club. You know, you, you mentioned about pushing past your limits. My club, my wrestling club, is called Without Limits. Without Limits being based on the movie about Steve Prefontaine. If you or anybody listening doesn't know who Steve Prefontaine is or hasn't watched that movie, I highly recommend that you watch it. Uh, my inspiration as an athlete and often as a coach comes from a runner, Steve Prefontaine. You know, cool. um, good it's movie a for sure. good movie. Love that movie. Yes. And, you know, being able to, like you said, be comfortable being uncomfortable. Uh, how many times is this generation uncomfortable? They have immediate satisfaction, right? If we wanted to know if Johnny was home, we called him on the phone. If he didn't pick up, we rode our bikes over to his house in the 95 degree weather and he wasn't home, then, well, uh, I got to go collect calls or put 25 cents into a, 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 a pay phone and call James. If James isn't home, well, hell, I, now, now I'm all the way across town. I got a bike all the way back. You know, versus now you send a quick text message and you just, you, you, you don't even go meet up with anybody. You know, I remember weekends were spent uh, uh, getting sunburnt from playing wiffle ball and, you know, uh, playing football with my friends. Now kids just text each other sitting, sitting on their couch, you know, uh, 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 playing Xbox or even even playing Xbox or they're, they're, they're freaking talking to each other. You know, um, point being, you lack coping skills. Life is not tough. You can't you can't um, when things aren't difficult, when they're not used to being uncomfortable, when they get uncomfortable. They have no coping skills. That's where this is where mindset training essentially comes in. Um, you know, more than anything else, this is where mindset training for us and wrestling particularly took off, is because we got a generation of athletes that don't know how to cope. They lose and they're like, "Oh my god, no, dude, you can't. You're focusing on things you can't control. That match is over. You got to get the next best thing." You know, and sure. makes sense. So, man. driving back all the way to parents, you know. The parents of listen the uh, the parents of the parents, they were likely pretty tough, right? And they wanted and this generation is all like I don't want my kid to suffer, uh, man. 
those of you that are listening, you need to, especially if you have your kids in sports, encourage them to fail. I have parents, I, uh, you know, I coach a little kids program too. Uh, and I have parents that come up to me like, you know, Johnny's getting real frustrated because he's losing. I said, great. I said, I'm really happy that about that. I said, he keeps showing up. He keeps showing up and he finds a way to win. That's going to change his life. If he gives up losing here in kids wrestling, he's going to give up when things are way tougher in real life. That's awesome, man. Good stuff for sure. I mean, that's uh, I think that's a key, key element here that we forget, you know, to, to leave our kids to kind of not necessarily put them on an island, but they got to feel like, man, they're growing, right? They're strengthening themselves and failure is going to be that obstacle that they're going to have to overcome, no doubt about it. Because without that, they're just not going to get stronger and fuck their mindset that's going to be irrelevant because they're not going to have one. It's not about sports either. You know, sports is a vehicle for life. It's, you know, we talk about wrestling mindset, martial arts mindset, sales mindset, you know, the mind, all of these things are a vehicle to make, to be able to, have a more productive daily life. You talk about the modern day warrior and things like that. You know, you, you, the, 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 the skills that we learn through these avenues in life where we've felt uncomfortability, where we felt competition, whether it be military law enforcement, whether it be sports, um, whether it be in the school band, I don't really care. Feeling what it feels like to fail and bounce back, get stronger, evolve, you know, uh, isn't is it the Marine Corps uh, improvise, adapt, and and overcome? Right. Yes, absolutely. Right. So that's a it, model we, that we I talk, live by, man. I, I feel you, brother. And it's yeah. you know in in, in sports and wrestling, particularly, we talk about uh, 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 improvise and adapt, or learn a painful lesson from somebody who has. There you go. There you go. All right. Listen, I'm going to ask you a question that I ask all my guests. All right. What is your definition of a modern day warrior? You know, I think a modern day warrior is somebody that focuses on the right things. If the warrior mentality gets confused sometimes and, and, and you know, the we talk about in, in, in mindset training, the predator mindset, right? Warrior mindset, predator mindset. It sounds all a bunch of like a badass people, like crushing skulls and bloody line memes, you know, and, and part of it, you know, it is, but the warrior mindset you know, the modern day warrior is someone who has no fear of failure or making mistakes, is someone who is willing to take chances and seeing failure and mistakes as opportunities to grow and not shortcomings and challenges. Uh, the modern day warrior is someone that wants to make the most out of themselves and that's their goal and their focus, not someone who is outcome based. The modern day warrior is someone that uh, like you said, doesn't want to motivate. He wants to inspire others. True. I think again, it's, it's the modern day warrior for me as a mindset coach for me that's surrounded in, you know, my opinion, the two toughest sports going through law enforcement, just surrounded by tough people. Tough people aren't always successful, but most successful people usually are tough. Okay. Yes. Uh, successful people, don't always i'm sorry uh, um if you focus on the right things you're not always successful but successful people usually focus on the right things so i think the modern day warrior the, you know whatever your discipline may be sport career in life you focus on the right things you get awesome, the most out brother. of yourself you That's have no stuff. you have no fear of failure making mistakes you go out there every day to take chances and make the most out of uh, make the most out of yourself because that's the best that's the best that you could do. Awesome. 
Hey, so tell me, where can our listeners reach you, follow you, all that good stuff? Yeah, yeah. So um, uh, for the martial arts program, martialartsmindset.com, wrestling program, wrestlingmindset.com, and for all of the other either sports-specific programs, the six other sports-specific programs, uh, as well as our sports general program, uh, life performance, you can look at the as in zebra winningmindset.com so for me right now i'm i'm super excited about a lot of the things we got on in, in the martial arts program we're about to make some huge announcements this week starting today actually awesome. um about some big new guys that we're we're adding on uh so again martial arts mindset.com wrestling mindset you can find uh wrestling mindset everywhere on social media that's our that's our bread and butter um so wrestling mindset on instagram facebook twitter um you could also find um myself on Twitter, you can find uh, Mindset Mike. One is my Twitter handle. I'm always putting out good stuff, uh, and I love uh, I love sharing the success of the people that I work with. Um, you know, this is like I said, I'm a I'm a guy. If you guys can gain anything from this, um, you know, I hope that if you have the opportunity to bet on yourself, take chances. Um, as long as you're smart about it, make some educated decisions. I hope you bet on yourself. Um, I bet on myself two years ago. I left everything behind. I burnt all my boats, my dream career, everything. And uh, I've never regretted it. It's the best decision I ever made. Awesome, man. Awesome. You're a good dude, man. Very knowledgeable, very dynamic. Definitely, you, you can hear it in your voice. You have a lot of passion, and you you really believe in what you're doing, man, which is awesome. Love to hear that, man. We're going to have you on for sure again because there's so much to talk about, man. I mean, it's, uh, it's a huge subject, all right, mindset, which is just vast. So uh, we're going to definitely have you on soon enough, brother. Listen, thank you for being on, and uh, we'll talk soon. Yeah, thank you. It was a, it was a pleasure to be on. It was an honor, and uh, I look forward to being on again. Thanks for everything. All right. Take care, man. Stay safe, brother. You too. All right, there you have it, a great conversation about mindset. There was a bunch here that was disseminated. You need to grab that pen, jot it down, of course, and then implement it and integrate it into your life. I'm telling you, this is the only way that you're going to improve and you're going to strengthen your mindset. Gentlemen, take action. All right, before we go, check us out at Instagram at Man of War with two R's. Also, go pick up your free manual, right? Forgingawarrior.com forward slash manual. And last but not least, go sign up for the Warrior Development Program. I'm giving you two weeks for free at forgingawarrior.com. Until next time, your life may be challenging and full of dangers, but never retreat. Your last battle may be your greatest victory.